Hi, my name is Stephanie. My pronouns are she, her. And my name is Liv. My pronouns are any and all of them. And we will be taking care of you today here on the Super Gay Nerd Cast. Where we talk about super gay stuff, super nerdy stuff, super gay nerdy stuff, super nerdy gay stuff. But first, our jams and genders. What's your jam of the week? My jam of the week, my song that I am jamming to this week is The Scientist by The Dandy Warhols. It's a fun song. It's a funky song. Yeah, it is. What's your jam of the week? Mine is Beverly Blues by Opia. That is a good one. It's a good one. It's a bop. It's, yeah. You can jam out to it. Yes. jam. Indeed. Uh, What's your gender of the week? My gender of the week is this thing I saw on Reddit. Two dogs walking with their tails and bottoms in sync. Like, have you seen the Aristocats? No. Oh, well, in the Aristocats, there's two geese who, like, waddle in sync. It's great. Okay. I love it. That's your gender? (laughs) Yes. I love that. My gender of the week is that rainbow Katie did that we just looked at. Yes. That was beautiful. Beautiful. I'm that insect. That's my gender. Perfect. Um, all right. Let's get into the meat of our first episode. We're going to be talking about fandoms. Yes. Fandoms that we're in. Fandom culture in general. And yeah, I don't know how exactly we're going to like move through all of <laughs> Wait, There's a lot of fandoms. There's a lot of fandoms. We're nerdy. We're very nerdy. And also very gay. Yeah, let's get into kind of our main fandom that brought us together. Yeah. As friends, or that we kind of got into together. Yeah. Which is? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Which is was kind of at the bottom of my fandom list currently because I'm really no longer engaged with this fandom. Which is understandable. Based on things that have happened, yes. Um, Which I think we'll get into kind of later on. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the good stuff that we got out of Harry Potter first. So I'm a Hufflepuff. I am a Slytherin. What does being a Slytherin mean to you? Um, Well, I think Slytherins get a bad rep. Yes. Um, Obviously. Yes. Um, I mean, you can see it everywhere. And while, yes, I am manipulative, <laughs> I will admit to that. Uh-huh. It doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Sure. <laughs> okay. Just means that sometimes I know how to work the system to get my way. Yes. Which I think a lot of people do yeah, anyway. Right. Whether they're Slytherin or not. Yes. I just yes, think manipulative of, of the, the world that we exist in. Right. And, and figuring out how to, how to, like... Use it to your best advantage. Right. Which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. Right. Yeah. And Slytherins should not get as much of a bad rap. Bad rep? Bad rap? As they do. I think it's either. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. <laughs> I've heard it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another fandom. We're in the psych fandom. <laughs> we'll that's, quote psych yes. a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah. So as a Hufflepuff... Um, you know, they're kind of branded as like the loyal mm-hmm. friend, hardworking. I don't know that I'm necessarily that hardworking. Well, I work hard at my you job. Work hard. You work hard. 
I do. Um, but yeah, very loyal to friends and represented by a badger, which I definitely, uh, relate to. I relate to a lot because they can seem not very intimidating, but if you try to mess with them. Oh yeah. You're scrappy. They'll fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. Scrappy do. Yeah, don't get. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hate Scrappy Doo. <laughs> no, I do not kin Scrappy Doo. No. Nobody no. does. Uh, uh-uh. that's a that's a good fandom. Yeah. Scooby Doo fandom. Scooby Doo. So, I grew up with Harry Potter for the most part. Mm-hmm. I remember my first grade teacher reading it to my class wow yeah see i my mom read the first book to me and my older sister but i don't i was really young so i don't really recall it so i didn't actually Mm -hmm. get into it until a lot later Mm. um i had seen a couple of the movies before i read the books which is unheard of for me i I hate doing that Mm. but then i think i was i think i was at least like 18 when I decided to read all the books and then finish the, all the movies. Mm. Yeah. I stopped. I read the first three mm-hmm. and then I tr- tried to get into the fourth one. And I just could not get past that first part where yeah. it, do- it doesn't have anything to do with Harry Potter. <laughs> and I'm like, well, who, what is the happening? Yeah. I don't like this. This makes me <laughs> uncomfortable. And I just like could not ever get past that. And so I stopped reading them for a while. And then I got back into it when I was working, I think as a camp or a CIT counselor in training <laughs> for this camp near my home. And I just remember this camper at the time fucking spoiled the fact that Dumbledore died. What? I know. I was so upset. That's awful. What a little shit. Yeah. (laughs) Did did you know Dumbledore died? I was like, no, I didn't know that. And now I'm not okay. (laughs) Yeah. So then I, you know, I, I was reading them again and I think I managed, I started reading them again by the time the second part of the last book, like was coming out like I think I had to wait for it or like go get it or something okay don't remember what year that was though so but you went to one of the premiere you you dressed up (laughs) yes I dressed up for both of the last two premieres right of Deathly Hallows parts one and part two yeah oh wait oh it wasn't released as a two-part book oh it was the movies released (laughs) yes yes (laughs) (laughs) one brain cell between the two of us yeah share Um, it Yes, I didn't have it in that moment. But yes, I went to the premieres and for the first one, do you remember who I dressed up as? Um, yes. Yes, I do. Wait, but I thought you dressed up as Fox, right? I did. Yeah. Fox the Phoenix. Oh my God. And I won the contest yes. for the costumes in my in my particular theater, yes. not in like the whole entire place that <laughs> yeah. was showing it. Cause I think multiple like theaters, theaters had, were showing yeah. Harry Potter, if yeah. not all of that them. That makes sense. But I won for my like theater, theater yeah. room, That's awesome. which was fun. And then I got to take a picture 
with all of the other winners oh, in all cool. of the other rooms and it was on the news Neat. <laughs> yeah yeah so did you dress up for both of them i did but you were not fox. i was not fox the second, the second time. time guess who i was the second time luna it was a oh. it was a person oh, okay. it was not luna you're kind of close oh oh um who goes with luna Neville. Yes. <laughs> really? I was Neville Longbottom. Oh. I made myself a Mimbulus Mimbletonia. That's so I made cute. a cardboard cutout of Nikini's head. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, there was no costume contest that time, I don't think. Or I maybe just didn't participate in it that yeah, year. Yeah. But it was very fun <laughs> to, to go with Neville Longbottom. I loved him. Yeah. 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 I didn't, I wasn't done with the books when the movies, the final movies came out. Oh yeah. So I didn't want to go right. because I am a book before movie kind of person. So I remember being very bummed that I couldn't go oh, <laughs> or didn't yeah. want to go. Right. Just because you had to experience I, ha I had the to book experience first. the book. Yes. I get that. That's usually how I like to experience things as well. Yeah. So this is how into Harry Potter I was. Okay. For a while. I, I, I don't remember when this was. I think this was in high school mm -hmm. or no, it was in college. Um, I joined Hogwarts online. Yes. And I literally took classes. I literally had homework <laughs> that I prioritized over my actual school homework. Okay. So I took, let's see what classes that I took ancient runes, which I still remember like most of, wow. I know about runes because yes. of taking that class yeah. on hogwarts online i took a potions class yes. quote, quote and basically it was like making drinks oh neat we made butter beer that's cool that was fun yeah it was cool um what else did I, I think i took like an astrology class i took astronomy as i also was part of taking classes I took astronomy, even though I took astronomy in college <laughs> and did poorly on. Oh my gosh. Wait, no, I think I took astronomy. I didn't take astrology. Yes, astronomy. that's what I took, astronomy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that was a pretty easy class. Yeah. And then oh, there's one more. What was the other one I took? I think I took like a zombie survival class. Interesting. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Like there were all sorts of different things just like based on people's interests. Yeah that were on it and like I could have taught a class. I think you had to be on it for like three years though or something. You had to be a third year, which yeah. I don't think was based on years because I think No, I think it had to do was with a semester. Yes. Yes. Which was like a season. Yeah, I cannot I literally did homework for this <laughs> fandom. Um so deep into it. Got deep into it and then we made a discovery oh. one year. We did. I don't even know who discovered it. I think it was you. But how did I find it? I have no idea. Well, we found a Harry Potter convention. Yeah. Conference. Uh, yeah. Festival. Festival. All of those things. Quidditch tournament. Quidditch tournament. Yes. In <laughs> Chestnut Hill, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Which is a college town. Yep. It was based around the... Harry Potter conference. There was right. a literal Harry Potter conference that With went on at the college every year college for a students. weekend. 
I don't know. It actually wasn't just college students. It could be anybody. I mean, yeah. submitted papers. Yes. Um, presentations, presentations, PowerPoints, mm-hmm. all about Harry Potter. All about Harry Potter. And there was one that one year that was um, about, it was like by a, a gay professor yes. who just talked about Dumbledore's army yes. and how it was a representation of, you know, a, a coming together. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, of queer people and, and representation. Right. That was beautiful. I think it made me cry, or it made me almost cry. Yeah. And I wanted to tell that guy, and I never did. So <laughs> if you're listening <laughs> out there, if you're that guy, we loved you, and we loved your we talk at Harry you. Potter Fest circa 2019, 20, not 20. 2018 or 19. I feel like it was, yeah, 18. It was, I think, the second year that we went. But yeah, the first year that we went was by far the best because it literally was Harry Potter Fest that year. Warner Brothers had not yet cracked down upon them. Yes. And they were able to, it was like on just one main avenue in this town. That they shut down. Yeah, that they shut down the cars. And all of these storefronts and, um, you know, everybody was so decked out for it. Yeah. People dressed up in costumes and kind of like all the they had, stores got really into it. They had craft people. Crafting areas. In the, uh, in the main streets. Yeah. They had we an aerial yoga there. or not yoga, aerial like oh, show. Yes, the circuit. 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 I don't know. Whatever. Aerial performers. Yeah, aerial performers. They were really cool. They were so cool. And they had that year, they had like literal stages with people dressed up as Dumbledore yes. and Snape and Umbridge. There was like a Hagrid. Announcements. There was a Hagrid. I mean, so many people were just yes. decked out yes. that just went for fun. I mean, we had our like house gear on, I'm pretty sure. Yes. All of it. We were decked out in our we were, yeah. Slytherin Hufflepuff gear. We, we were yeah. just students. Yeah. Cosplaying as Hogwarts students. I think this was the first year too, but there was somebody reading the books yes! to an audience and like you could take turns going up that to read it. That was so nice. It was, I remember, it was amazing. Yeah, we just, like sat for a chapter or so. Yeah. That was really cute. Yes. And then a Quidditch tournament the, oh, with college yes. Quidditch teams. And that was the first time I had seen, like, my college that I went to didn't have a Quidditch team mm. we that had, I know I of. played on my Quidditch team. Did you? Well, I just rehearsed, or not rehearsed, practiced <laughs> with uh, with the team. I don't think we ever, or I never did, like, a an actual competition or, right. like, game yeah. with other teams. I right. don't think. But it was fun. Yeah. It was, it's a lot of running. It's a lot of because running. Because you cannot actually fly. Right. <laughs> Like yeah, you're basing an entire game on <laughs> something that happens in the air. Yeah. And you have to do that. I remember being so amazed at how they do the snitch. Where it's just a guy yes. in yellow yes. with a tennis ball hanging out of his butt. <laughs> right? And then, you know, they have to chase him. Yes. And he can go off the field and like run all around and it's great. Um, but yeah, then after that, Warner Brothers cracked down after, I think, maybe not the first two years, but I think at the third year, yeah. or maybe it was the, it might have been the year after. The year after, 
then they called it Witches and Wizards Wizards. Yeah, yeah. It was canceled for a little while. Yeah. And we were very worried. Yeah. But then it came back as Witches Witches and Wizards Wizards Festival, I believe. Yes. Which, I mean, you know, there still were people cosplaying and Harry Potter garb and all of that. Like, it still felt like Harry... And they still had the Harry Potter conference. Right. But that was very fun. We did that for... What, four Four years? years? Yeah. Yeah. And then it, it didn't happen in 2020 for obvious reasons. Right. Um, although I think you said, I think the conference was still virtual. Yes, I didn't it was. Attend. I did, did not. You? I no. know I didn't end up watching anything because I have kind of fallen out of this fandom. Right. In recent year or so. And why would that be? <laughs> because... <laughs> <laughs> Of the fact that the author is a stupid turf bitch. <laughs> Fair? Fair and valid. Valid. Yes. Um, yeah. J.K. Rowling. Uh, really just revealed herself to be the transphobe that she, I guess, always was. Always was. Just did it well. I guess. Mm, well, I'm, maybe not Basically well. <laughs> what happened was on Twitter.com, uh, someone posted an article about how people who menstruate are more at risk of uh, ramifications in a post-COVID world and how to protect such people. And J.K. Rowling quote tweeted that and referenced the title, which was, again, People Who Menstruate, and quoted that and said, People Who Menstruate, hmm, wonder what those could be called. Wombos? Wombats? Weemons? Like, I don't remember exactly what she said, but that was the gist. Yeah. And... A lot of people, understandably, were very upset, saying, um, no, actually. Actually, there are a lot of people in the country, like... Who are not women. Who are not women. And actually, a lot of us are fans of yours. Right. And this hurts us, specifically. Right. This is hurting us, and we expect better of you. Because you have this huge following. Right. And you should be an ally towards us. And what did she do? She doubled down. She doubled down. She tripled down. She, she, well, first she doubled down and she, she started, uh, you know, tweeting all this stuff about that one woman. I forget her name, but she was, you know, that I stand with blah, 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 who basically this other person was making a series of tweets about how. You can't actually change your biological sex. And she was fired from yes. her job yeah. for this because she was a fucking gross asshole who yeah. was, you know, uh, criticizing and being an asshole towards a whole entire group of people right. who exist mm-hmm. and are valid and beautiful and amazing. And <laughs> fans again were like, why are you doing this? What are you doing? We right. exist. We're literally people. We we have done this. We are 
transgender. We are non-binary. We do not fit the binary. Right. And the fact that you are saying that we should is... It's hurtful. It's hurtful. Especially when you have such a huge following. Especially when so many children follow you. Yes. Right? And then she tripled down and wrote this entire manifesto, which I did read. And I I couldn't get through the whole thing. What it basically said was, I am allowed to have these feelings and opinions and voice them because I have this one transgender friend (laughs) who like says it's okay and says that I'm right and agrees with me that autistic transgender girls are at risk of getting hurt because they are statistically likely to detransition is basically like that whole entire thing. And it was like, here was the point and here you go completely, absolutely, utterly missing it. Right. Because what does that have what does that have to do with anything, first of all? <laughs> right? And second of all, again, you have not acknowledged the hurt that you have caused. Right. Right. You have not apologized for the hurt that you have caused. You have just said, I am allowed to hurt you basically right like gaslight gatekeep yeah don't girl boss your way (laughs) not good no it's just and it it bothers me so much that if we go back some years right after the books are released after the movies are released i think was it right after the final book or was it right after the movie? I don't remember the release dates of the, dates, the material. Yeah. I do remember the year that she said this it was in 2007. Right. J.K. Rowling said that Dumbledore is gay. Right. And we were in like end of middle school, beginning of high school at right. this time. And I remember, I vaguely remember this. Yeah. See, I wasn't in the fandom yet, but I do recall hearing this. Mm-hmm. And it and it did mean something at the time. It did. It actually meant a lot at the time because it was like, there were not that many no. out like, gay characters right. in anything. And, and also, again, like, I, I remember this happening and I, you know, we were middle school going into high school. We did not yet have like the the critical uh you know eye that we do now right and and with everything you know all the representation that has happened since Mm -hmm. the ability to compare this Dumbledore being gay to all of you know the representation that we have that we see right right because we don't ever see exactly Dumbledore being gay in the books yeah it's like she didn't write it into the books yeah you're just tacking it on at the You're end. You're tacking it on to, to sell more. Right. Books, exactly. Right? To, to just to reach this gain audience. more audience and right. more money. Which, yeah, then, you know, going forward into the future and now like seeing and hearing all this right. transphobia is just it boggles the mind. It does. 
And it's sad that but, something that means so much to a lot of people yeah. and will continue to mean a lot because yes. those people who grew up with it are now, a lot of them are becoming parents and yeah, introducing yeah. it to their kids. Right. And it's so sad that it's attached to this person who's so terrible. Yes. And, and again, like, it is the fact that so much happened and people said, this is hurting us. Right. Please acknowledge that you are hurting us. Right. And stop hurting us. Do better by us because You're... we're your fans and we've supported you for years and years. Right. And we've grown up with you and we love your material and we, we deserve better by you. Right. And no, what did she do? She doubled down. And I don't know if we want to, to move into other examples of this <laughs> at this juncture, but I do have a, a recent example of this. Okay. Um, it is an example from Star Wars, which is another one of my fandoms. And this is my currently most engaged or the fandom that I am currently most engaged in. Right. Um, because I'm currently watching it reading about it, <laughs> writing fan fiction about it, <laughs> reading fan fiction about it. Um, but in The Mandalorian, there was a character named Cara Dune, who was played by the actress Gina Carano. She was an MMA fighter, I want to say. I I'm, so. I'm not really into wrestling that much. Yeah. But she did have huge arms that I just <laughs> loved to look at. I honestly really like this character. A lot of people complain about her and say that she's not a good actress and we're not like sad to see her go as this yeah. character or see this character. I liked go. her. But I liked her. I, yeah. I, mean, I thought she was fine. I She didn't really emote that much, but I don't, I don't right. think the character really needed to. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't her type of character. Right. But the actress, Gina Carano, again on twitter.com, made her. Either it was in her Twitter bio or it was like her name, like like the nickname that you can right. have that's like not your like at whatever, but yeah. it's your just like name. Um, I, I don't remember where it was, but she put her name, Gina Crano, and then parentheses beep slash boop slash bop because people put their pronouns right. in their bio to hear us then, I mean, we, then we disengage we, exactly then we move on exactly. then we don't we, we don't on. need to to attack exactly and, and then and you're, it, you're you're just doing what they're doing yes and and people were right to be angry absolutely oh, absolutely. absolutely um but there are there are ways to express that right and, and to feel that and to to move through that mm -hmm. that don't involve someone a fat pig and like yeah like, that. like that's so unnecessary but after that she then went to instagram and made a comment that said that she felt like she was being silenced and oppressed to the level and caliber of jews during yeah Wow. World War II. Yeah, I know. Like, did, did she not take a history class? Right. Like, 
You don't get you, to compare no. people complaining about something that you did that was hurtful right. on Twitter to the literal Holocaust. No. That's when people were like, okay, okay. we we don't I, want to engage enough. with her anymore. Right. Right. We don't want to see her in our media. Yeah. We don't want to follow her. And that makes sense. Yes. You know, and, and people talk about cancel culture and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like it's it's not so much canceling. It's she was given chances. She was right. given multiple chances yes. uh, by, you know, people who were who were gracious enough to say like this, you know, say in a gracious way, this hurts us. Right. And, and I, I want to be here to educate you or, or I just want to have this conversation. Like, please, you know, right. hear me, hear me. Yes. Hear me. See me. Right. Right. Exactly. And she threw a hissy fit basically yeah. and said, ah, you're silencing me. Like, no, you're not being silenced. You said what you said. Right. You said what you said. There we are, all heard it. There are consequences to your actions. Yeah, and I think that's, that's so hard for people to believe these days. Yeah. But there are consequences. Yes, go ahead. I guess you can say whatever you want. Yeah, go ahead. You can. You can say whatever you want. You're not being silenced. No one's silencing you. You're saying it. You're literally standing up on a podium saying it. That doesn't mean that we can't do anything about it. Yeah, that doesn't mean that we have to like it. Right. We don't have to listen to it. No. If I don't like something that I'm listening to or watching... I turn it off. Exactly. Or I switch the channel. Yep. I disengage. And that's what a lot of fans decided to do in the Star Wars fandom. Right. They said, we don't want her anymore. And Lucasfilm said, yeah, you know what? You're right. We don't want her anymore either. (laughs) Yeah. And I think she'll be fucking fine. Yes. Um... You know, she already has, like, enough support yeah, from people who believed that she was in the right somehow. Mm-hmm. And there it is. So I want to compare that to another example of a similar situation. Not to do with transphobia okay. or transgender people, um, but Noelle Stevenson. Okay. Is the writer of She-Ra and the Princesses of Power, which is another fandom that I am a part of. Sidebar, I can Entrapta. She's my favorite one. I love her so much. She's the nerdy one right. who makes stuff and is always constantly super excited about everything that she's doing. And I love that for her. And I want to be like that. But anyway, Noelle Stevenson um, in... I think a panel or something that she was doing online, like this was live for people. Yeah. um, Made a comment about one of her characters, Bo. Bo is one of the main characters. Right. In like a, you know, Harry Potter-esque trio. Uh He's one of the three. Uh Uh, And he happens to be black. And Noelle Stevenson was talking about him and how he has a lot of brothers. And she was saying that his brothers would all have rhyming names with Bo. And so she, I think she named off a couple. And then she said, and there would be So who would work the fields. 
and people like what the fuck did you just say like are you really gonna say that right now and it wasn't coming from a place of bigotry right it was completely you know it, it, it was a result of her privilege to not think about such things as a as a white person right and people spoke with them on Twitter and mm-hmm. said, hey, I noticed that you made this comment and that was super not okay. Yeah. And they came back to Twitter and he apologized and said, I, I, I recognize that this was because I... Uh, you know, of, of this privilege that I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that I have hurt a lot of people, a lot of people who are my fans, and I'm very, very sorry. And I, I don't remember, like, exactly the tweets right. or the, exactly the word, the verbiage that they used. Yeah. Um, but that was the general gist. They really acknowledged that they hurt people and that they they wanted to do better by them and said, I will... you. Know, told the actionable steps that he would take mm-hmm. to rectify right. the the situation that caused such a such a comment to be made and said I will do my best to hire more writers of color and kind of have more people around that in my writing room and in the you know production of yeah. my media so that that won't happen again right so there's an obvious difference and how they reacted. Right. And how J.K. Rowling and uh, Gina Carano. Carano, thank you. Yes. Um, did. React. Reacted. Yeah. Basically, it's a, the difference between how dare you accuse me right. of this when I have a transgender friend? Or how dare you accuse me because you're making me feel like a Jew in the Holocaust versus thank you for bringing this to my attention. Right. Thank you for engaging with me so that I can be better for for you. Yes. Yeah. What can I do? Here are the steps I will take. Here are the steps. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's not hard. They showed that it's not hard to do. Is cancel culture a thing? Yes, and it comes after all of those chances, after right. that that's attempt to engage. Right. It's things that should be canceled. I mean, they say, like, I know we're talking about fandoms, but, like, bringing, like, Dr. Seuss into it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you're cancel culture, you're canceling Dr. Seuss. No. Those things weren't okay back then. Mm-hmm. They're not okay now. Mm-hmm. And and it's not the public outcry that caused that in particular. It was the company who decided, hey, this isn't cool. Mm-hmm. Let's take this away. Nobody reads these books anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These particular books. Like, I guess I could say I'm a Dr. Seuss fan. I'm so. a Dr. Seuss fan. Not of the person, because he was kind of a jackass. Yeah. Um, but his books. But his books. I, yeah. I, 
fun. And we're we're both teachers. We both teach preschool, right. so we both <laughs> we're around them a lot. Are around Dr. Seuss books a lot. <laughs> I mean, I have one in my class that's oh, what is it called? Like inside your outside, and it's all about the human body. Yeah, and, like, you go inside the human body, and it's like it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah. So it's got some cool books, right? And actually, that might not have been written by him specifically, but by, <laughs> by the, the, the pseudonym. Yes. So you, you can't be mad about cancel culture when it's... There are obvious reasons. There's reasons behind why these things should be canceled, as yes. they say. Canceled, quote, quote. Quote, quote. <laughs> it's such a weird word. <laughs> it is. Weird turn of phrase. Yes. But yes, there's a reason. There's consequences for being an asshole exactly like hello it's 2021 it's about fucking time it's about it baffles me mm-hmm. that we are in 2021 yeah and there's still people who, who think that way right like who still people who are turfs there's still yeah people who are racist homophobic right like you grow up grow up <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Come on, we're trying to get to Mars. Yeah. We have bigger things to oh worry about. Elon Musk, take me to Mars. <laughs> no, I would never go to Mars with Elon Musk. No. He's the only one that's going to be there. Like, all of his billionaire friends. <laughs> Just picturing Elon Musk alone, alone on, Mars on Mars. In a big, giant, like, mansion. Alone. On yeah. Mars. Okay. Let's talk about some other fandoms that we're in. Okay. Um, a big one for me is Doctor Who. Yes, I love me it. Me also. I, I but not as much to, as you. But I introduced you to it. You did. You mm-hmm. did. You showed me my first episode in a blanket fort. In a blanket fort. Amazing. Um, now I have to preface it by saying I have not watched the original. Doctor Who, just because I don't know where to access it. Yeah. It's I not easily available. On, like, HBO Go now? I haven't or checked HBO that. Max or whatever it is now. I haven't checked that. Okay. I should. Because that's because... where I watch Doctor Who. Yes, me too. Okay. Um, they might be on there. I don't know. I recently started rewatching from Eccleston's season, New Who, as they say. Yes. Um, and I say rewatching, I've watched it many a time. So which doctor do you can? Uh, David Tennant. David Tennant is which doctor? Ten. Yes. So he came after nine. Um, uh, obviously. <laughs> Major spoiler <laughs> alert for Doctor Who. And like, <laughs> I had a soft spot, soft spot in my heart for Eccleston. Because he was my first doctor. Okay. He only had one season. Yes. So then you get you get introduced to him or to them. You get introduced to the doctor in a person who is really mysterious. You don't know their past. They're kind of whimsical. Mm-hmm. But you, also you don't. broody. Yes, very broody. Yeah. You don't really know them. And then you get tenant. You get ten. <laughs> And he's just like his first episode. He quotes the Lion King. He's a firecracker. <laughs> he he's just fun. Yeah. And but he still has that serious side. 
where I yes. think he's a tremendous actor. Oh yes. Where I think that when you get to Matt Smith, a lot of people love Matt Smith. And I mm. do too, mm-hmm. especially on rewatches. But mm. at first I didn't because I missed mm. 10 so mm. much. Um, and Matt Smith brought even more like whimsy to yes. it. He was very like. Yeah, he was a he was funky boy. A funky boy. Yeah. <laughs> he was fun. Yes. I like his seasons. Yes. They were good. And then you get Capaldi. Who yes. is also very broody. Those oh, attack eyebrows. Goodness. Yeah, so I got into Doctor Who um, with Matt Smith. Okay. And I, I still haven't seen all of nine. I've seen a couple episodes. And I have seen... I, th- I think I've seen two episodes with nine. And I've seen a few episodes with ten. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen all of 11, all of 12, and all of 13. Right. And 12 is my kin. Yes. He's my favorite. He's <laughs> the rock star doctor. And yeah. I love him so much. He's such, he's got such rock star dad energy. Yeah. And it's so just good to me. And those episodes just really hit that sweet spot of whimsical and dark. That yes. Doctor Who is yes. so good at. Yes. Yeah. I I really enjoyed his seasons. And then I love 13 so much. Jody does a great job. And I think it's it's kind of goes back to what we were talking about. There's a lot of people who are really upset that the doctor is a woman. They're upset with the writing this that and it's like okay disengage yeah you don't need to drag jody drag it down yeah you don't need to drag uh the showrunner mm-hmm. like just don't engage yeah. i think it it bothers me that people are saying the doctor can't be a woman well the master became a woman oh my god <laughs> and I nobody had a problem see- with that Literally so much. Nobody had a problem with so that. So good. But I mean, I mean yeah. And I'm sure she there actually so were good. people who had a problem I with that, am but. still so sad that we can't have Missy and Jody. 13 interact. Yeah. That would have been just so, 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 so good. I, I really wanted to see Missy's reaction to the doctor being a woman. I know. She would have been like, you fucking copied me. <laughs> you're copying me <laughs> that is not that was such a bad impression i'm so sorry michelle gomez if you're listening, if you're listening. <laughs> oh man if michelle gomez ever listened to this i would die i love you tweet it at her i will no i won't <laughs> hey listeners tweet it no <laughs> yes do it um but yes so let's talk about uh, the gay in Doctor Who. Okay. There's been a good amount, honestly. Yeah. First of all, there was Bill. Right. A whole lesbian companion. A whole lesbian. A whole lesbian. Not a half lesbian. Not, half Not a lesbian. quarter lesbian. A whole lesbian. She was a whole lesbian. She was a lesbian companion. Yeah. She was amazing. A woman of color. A woman of color. Yes. And, and I liked how she balanced out Capaldi or, you know, 12. 
Um, yes. I just think they had a really good rapport. Yeah. Like, they were fine. Bill they didn't were, take his shit Exactly. At all. Exactly. But neither did Clara, and Clara yes. also bisexual. Yes. And that was a little bit less canon, but there are definitely hints yeah. towards it throughout. And yeah. just the way that she is and acts and dresses and talks yeah. and lives and yeah. reads. Clara Oswald <laughs> is bisexual. We all know it. We know it. We, we love it. love it. I really enjoyed her. A lot of people don't. Um, I didn't like her as much with Matt Smith. It took like a while for her story to yeah. come together. There was like all this weird and I stuff think... with like her other persona. Yeah. And, like, she was inside the doll like at one point. Was, but like, it, and it came like after so many seasons with Amy and Rory. Right. Like, there were like there three were a or lot four of seasons. seasons and, and the first time around, I didn't like that. Yeah. I think it goes on for a while. I think that Rory is too good for Amy. <laughs> I said it. Valid. <laughs> Valid. I'm not going to say anything because I haven't watched those seasons so long. Okay. So I can't have an opinion. But <laughs> maybe we'll get to a Doctor Who episode one day. Yes. Um, Definitely. But another representation, Captain Jack Harkness. <gasps> oh, yes. I didn't even think of him, but I love him. Bisexual as fuck. Yeah. Yes, just loving everybody. Loving omnisexual. Every, yes. Just omnisexual. All of them. Everyone. Just, just everything. Aliens. <laughs> Aliens. Humans. Yeah, doesn't matter. Time Lords. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, yes, played by John Berriman, who is a gay man. Yes. And is very funny, very talented actor. Love him a lot. And... There were those two wives. Vastra? Oh, Jenny and Vastra. Yes. 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 Um, adorable. Who were they? Um, seasons were, were they with Matt or were they with Tennant? They might have been with both. Mm. Um, because they come up, they show up a few times. Okay. Um, they were cool. Yes. I... I do love them. Yeah. Uh, and 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 Jenny is a human and Vastra is a Silurian? I have literally no idea. You're <laughs> looking at me like I should know. And I I haven't gotten to those episodes you. in my rewatch yet, but I believe Silurian is We're gonna Google it. We're gonna Google it. It's Googling time. Hey, yes, it's Silurian. Silurian. Good job. Yes, thank you. You pulled that right out of your brain. I did. I thought you were gonna you say somewhere else. <laughs> Well, where else would you pull it out of? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. But there's also in an episode I recently watched. Um, I mean, this is so brief, but it was it was a great little little scene in. Um, well, of course, now I can't remember the name of the episode, but it's Martha and Ten mm-hmm. and Gridlock. It's called Gridlock. Oh. And they go into basically um the doctor is traveling through all these cars to try to save Martha. Mm. But at one point he goes through these two women and then later he calls them on the phone or whatever. And the cat man, I don't remember his name, calls them sisters, the sisters. And they're like, there's these two old women, old human women. And they're like, you know, as well as I do that we've been married for 50 years. And he's like, he's all joking. He's like, I'm an old fashioned cat. 
and (laughs) (laughs) but like right away this is only in like the first couple seasons seasons, like the third season i feel like um that they're already having representation yeah you know and a little bit. Oh yeah, and the very minimum that yeah. they could do. Right. But then they they bring Captain Jack. Captain yes. Jack is actually bef- comes before that. Because okay. we first meet him with Rose. Yeah. Because he flirts a lot with Rose. Which you know what I appreciate Doctor Who for including gay characters in their space show about space. <laughs> Whereas. One of my favorite fandoms right now, Star Wars, as I mentioned earlier, yes, does not actually involve that many gay characters. Canonically. Canonically, yes. Now, I am of the opinion, and I believe my opinion is right, <laughs> <laughs> that everyone in Star Wars is gay. Everyone. Everyone. Everyone in Star Wars is gay. Luke is gay. Leia is gay. Han is totally bisexual. Yeah. And gay for Chewie. And probably also <laughs> Luke. Um, R2-D2 and C-3PO yes. are a married couple. Yes. Adorable Yoda's gay. Yoda's absolutely gay. The gonk droids are gay. Everyone is gay. <laughs> Dooku's gay. But you know what? You know who are the characters that they have made gay? Are the villains. <laughs> Literally the villain in the new show. And he, he was in um, Rogue One as well. Okay. Um, Moff Tarkin. Mm-hmm. They, uh, apparently in a book, they reveal that he is gay. And it's just like, actually, that's homophobic, honestly. Yes, because that's what Disney did for a long time, is their their villains are queer-coded. And this is Disney. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Their, their villains are queer-coded, and they have been for a long time. Ursula, for example, yep. based on a real-life drag queen, mm-hmm. and is the villain of Little Mermaid, yeah. and gets stabbed with a boat at the end. <laughs> Gays can never win. You know, like, Jafar, uh, who else? Captain uh, Hook. Captain Hook. Others there are others. That are... Yeah, you know, coded as queer. <laughs> that one guy in the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> yes. The, the, the like, claws. Tutu. Yes. I liked him. Yeah. But but they're villains. When your only when your only token gay character is, is the villain, the bad guy. that's a problem. Yes. Like diversity win. The person trying to murder you is gay and will respect your pronouns while they are murdering you. Like, no. No. That's not what we need. You can have a villain that's gay. That's fine. Right. But you need to you need to mix it in with some non-villain gay characters. Yeah. Once in a while, please. Right. I would love more representation. Who, yes. Like, don't make it feel like you're you are associating being gay with being a villain. That's right. what it feels like when exactly. your only characters that are gay are villains. Right. And you're honestly telling me that in a, 
a universe that is about the literal universe or about a galaxy right. full of planets and people and different, and different races, races and species. And, yeah. Everyone is he or she. Everyone is straight. Like, no. 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 Statistically, it's impossible. Impossible. Mark Hamill is a king because he has said that basically like if you want to think that luke is gay then he's gay and so luke is gay great yeah and, and why can't we have that yeah why can't we have that please that's all we ask <laughs> yeah and, and you know people are always like oh you're shoving it down our throats if all these characters are gay like n- like, You're shoving it down our throats that they're all straight. I don't. So much of media is straight. Like most, most media that has ever been made is straight. Right. So no. No. <laughs> no one's shoving no, anything anywhere. Except I want. I want the gayness like shoved at me <laughs> because I love it. Right. And I need more of it. Right. But like we were saying earlier, if it's not your thing, then don't engage. Don't engage. And don't bring it down. Right. Because just because you don't like it doesn't mean somebody else. But just like, because it's gay doesn't mean that you shouldn't engage because it's gay. Like right. There's such good stories out there. Yeah. That are queer. Even yeah. if you're straight you can still get something out of those stories. Right. It's not because they still are. It's for it's about a relationship. It's about the characters. Right. It's about the story. And the story is being told. Right. And how does them being gay bring the story down? Yes. It doesn't. It doesn't. In in my opinion, brings it up. Yes. Like I would love anything one billion times more if it's gay. Like Yes. A hundred percent. That's just me. Right. You know, and I understand that that is not everybody. Right. We but, can't have it but all. But again, there literally is so much media for you if that's not your thing. Right. There's so much so out there. So much. And there's not as much. Right. For people like me who just, who, who relate to those stories more because I relate to those identities and those right. types of stories. Um, for example, She-Ra... Mm-hmm. And the princesses of power. Um, I know you have not seen it. I've seen a couple of seen all of it. Yeah, yeah. You definitely need to finish it. I do. It's very, very good. I did like it. What I've seen so far. This show is the epitome of queer. It yes. is literally filled with rainbows and sparkles and unicorns. <laughs> like literally. Yes. Uh, and the two main characters in it are gay. Yeah. For each other. <laughs> <laughs> And it's beautiful, and the way that their story is told is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is so meaningful, and whether you are gay or straight or whatever, mm-hmm. you can get something out of it because it isn't about them specifically being gay. It's about them as people, right? Who have had to go through so much in right. order to come back together and be able to love each other and be together. Exactly, and it's a beautiful love story. That is told with many rainbows and unicorns <laughs> and magical powers. It's a very fun show. Yes. Another good example of queer representation that is 
just a part of the stories, a part of the vastness of expressions of love is the Dragon Prince. Yes. There are so many gay elves in that show. Oh, and beautiful. I didn't realize that there were going to be gay elves in that show until I was watching that show. Right. And I was like, holy shit, no one told me there was going to be gay <laughs> elves in this show. And it was one of the best moments of my entire life, honestly. I was yes. like, this, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. There are elves. <laughs> and they're gay. And they are gay. And they are beautiful. Beautiful. And again, it's not about them being gay. It's about their beautiful love stories. Right. And there's not just gay elves. There's gay humans. There's gay humans too, yep. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, elves are cooler, so. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the well. best gay character, well, the best character, period, in the show, my favorite, yes. Amaya, yes. is just... I have never fallen in love with a character <laughs> faster than I fell in love with General Amaya. Um, she is a general yes. of the, you know, main cities, right. armed forces, whatever you want to call them. Uh, she is also the aunt of the two main characters, mm -hmm. Aunt Amaya. She is deaf and she is gay. She's beautiful and she is strong. Talk about representation. Deaf character. Yes. Who signs. When I saw that, I was like, that's what sold me on the show, honestly. Yeah. That's what made me be like, okay, this is the dopest thing I've ever seen. Right. Because the first few episodes are a lot of exposition. And it's a it was a little bit difficult for me to mm. get through and be like, okay, like, what is this all about? Right. And then we got to Amaya, and I was like, oh, my God. I have to see this character Develop so much more. Yeah. 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 And then I fell in love with all the other characters just right. as much. <laughs> so that's a beautiful show. Lots of lots of queerness there. Oh, and there's a non-binary character in that show, too. Kazi. The, um, the interpreter in oh. season three. Yeah. Uh, for Janae, the Sunfire Elf Queen, yes. they yeah. interpret for my assigning, and they are non-binary. And they are great! They are great. Love that. Yeah. And I love the fact that they're just like a regular person. Yeah. Because a lot of times when there's a non-binary character, they are like a kind of alien type of creature. Mm -hmm. Like in She-Ra <laughs> and the Princesses of Power, actually. The, the non-binary character in that is like a shapeshifter, like lizard oh. person. I mean, they're a really cool character. I do like them a lot. They're called Double Trouble. Their eyes <laughs> like close like horizontally. Oh. Or vertically. vertically. Yeah. yeah, like a snake. Yes. It's very good. But again, you know, that's really the only non-binary character. And right. they are like an alien. Yeah, and an other. Again, when when you have the only character of that you know, identity persuasion, then it makes it feel like you are associating that identity with being other or being alien. Right. Which is interesting because, you know, Noelle Stevenson is non-binary themselves. Right. They didn't come out until after, after. the show was over. Okay. Just uh, interesting, interesting thing to note. 
What other fandoms are we in? Steven Universe. Steven Universe. <laughs> I was going to say it's the same thing. It's also very gay. <clears throat> very gay. I mean, lesbian rocks, man. <laughs> lesbian, lesbian does rocks, man. <laughs> um, no, literally, Steven Universe is about lesbian, lesbian rocks. rocks. They are rock. They are gemstones. Right. Uh, they are aliens from another planet that are called the Crystal Gems. Right. And. They are all gay. Yeah. One of the main characters, but way spoilers for Steven Spoilers. If you have not seen it. I don't know if we should say it, honestly. Maybe we shouldn't. I don't want to. Well, there's just. I don't want to spoil that part of Steven Yeah, I know. But there's a lot of beautiful. There's such beautiful relationships. Relationships, yes. Yes. A show that is primarily about relationships. Yes. Yeah. And is so, so beautiful. The way that they carry all of those storylines through the show. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to believe it's a kid's show, especially it towards is. the end. Yes. They deal with a lot of heavy themes. Yeah. Themes Maybe about... not right at the beginning. <laughs> Thinking cat fingers. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if you're going to watch Steven Universe for the first time ever, you can skip cat fingers, and you can skip Frybo, and you can skip... Yes. Um, Uncle Grandpa. I don't think Please I ever watched skip that. Uncle yeah, I did not. Do see not that. watch that episode. I think you told me not it to watch it. it. Yeah. But other than that, it's a very, very good show. Everyone is gay. There is a non-binary character. A couple non-binary characters. Um, yeah. So the characters are able to fuse. The gems are able to fuse with one another to create like super gems. Right. And the main character is a half gem, half human. And his best friend is a human. And they are able to fuse into a person named Stevani, who is non-binary because they are literally made up of, of a boy right. character and a girl character. Yeah. Which is, they are adorable. They are so And it's, cute. it's really, really just such a... It's so well done. Beautiful it's just, scene. Yeah. And moment. And... and, and there are multiple episodes with Stevani, but I'm specifically thinking of the first one. And yes. It's just very, very beautiful. Love it a lot. And um, in later seasons, one of the characters, one of us, uh, a side character begins dating yes. a non-binary, non-binary person. Yeah. yeah. Which is very nice. And it is. yeah, there's just a lot of like beautiful love stories in it between female coded characters, sapphic, sapphic stories. Mm -hmm. So we love that. Love to see it. (laughs) Um, Avatar, The Last Airbender, and Legend of Korra. There wasn't, there wasn't really anything gay in Avatar. Not really. Um, But Legend of Korra, they were not able really to do it at the time that it was being made, but But they applied at the end. Of a of a relationship between the two main two of the main characters, Korra and Asami. Right. And it is it has been confirmed. It has by been confirmed. The creators and the their writers. comics. Yes. With them. Yes. Yeah, the comics I think pick up right where yep. the show ends. Mm-hmm. I need to read them. Yes, I want to read the Avatar comics first. Yeah. Which I have. Oh. So if you ever want to borrow, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> 
After you read them, obviously. Yes. <laughs> we wish there were more gay characters in that. Yeah. It would have been nice. I mean, you... It was being made. It was, yeah. Wait, a while ago. A while ago. The times, they are changing. The times, they are changing. I'm in the Lord of the Rings fandom because I call myself a hobbit. That's yes. like the best way to describe who I am as a person. <laughs> I am a hobbit. There are no canonically gay characters in Lord of the Rings that I am aware of. Right. But again, like Star Wars, everyone is gay. Subtextually, <laughs> everybody is gay. <laughs> Diversity win. The Balrog dragging you into the minds of Moria is trans and will respect your pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> um sam and frodo obviously they're in love yeah they're in love your honor <laughs> <laughs> they're in love and we love to see it i think that's pretty much most of my fandoms yeah the only other one i had was pirates historically i just love pirates in general in general yeah the pirates of the caribbean movies are my comfort movies <laughs> and no one's really gay in them Again, subtextually, you could read into right. like a lot of Jack's actions. Yeah. I'm sure he's bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> Will Turner's bisexual. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's gay. Elizabeth Swan, she's bisexual. Everyone's yeah. gay. They're in a poly ghoul. It's fine. <laughs> um, but but historically, yes. all pirates were definitely gay. Oh, yeah. You know, they're just sailing but, but fellas is it gay to sail the seas <laughs> together well and ransacking I, ships and looking for treasure? i wish i could remember the names but i recently saw the names of two female pirates who dressed and disguised themselves as male pirates to be able to get Was away it Mary Reed? i don't remember but Mary Reed they, and Bunny? no because mm. they fell in love with each other Mary Reed and Anne Bonnie had a relationship. Did they? I think so. Okay, then maybe it was them. I don't recall. Um, I don't even recall where I saw this. Um, yeah, I, mean, I just love pirates in general. Yes. Learning about pirates. And the show Black Sails <sighs> has a lot of queer main characters. Five out of seven wow. of the main characters are bisexual. Nice. Or pansexual. I mean, yeah. Whatever. However they identify. They want to identify indeed. But yeah. Very fun. There's a lot of gay sex scenes in that show. So <laughs> you're looking for that. Nice. That is one to look for. Nice. It's a good one. And and again and it's it's nice because it's not like the focus of their story. Right. There it just, it's just it just a part is. of who they are. Yes. And no one comments on it ever. Yeah. No one says to Eleanor, the main character, like, wait a minute, why are you yeah. fucking a dude when you're just fucking a woman? Like, <laughs> then we comments on it because right. it's just a thing. Right. And it's fine. That's, See, that's that's what, like, <laughs> that's what bothers me because I feel like back in the day, a long, long time ago, it wasn't a big deal to why be queer. Be? And, and, it got worse as time went on and you'd think by 2021 we'd be like okay yeah 
Okay, wait a minute. Actually, so many of these people so exist and they're people. not going away. Right. They're so not- many historical people yeah. are gay. I mean, think about um, Shakespeare. Yes. Oscar Wilde. Yes. Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, sure. He was gay. Can't think of any more fandoms. I'm sure there are many more. I mean, I just love television mostly. Movies are tend to be harder for me yeah. to focus on. Um, but I have seen a lot of stuff, and a lot of it is queer. And I'm sure that we will get to talk about a lot more. Um, and thank you for sticking with us for this rather long episode. I think this will probably be one of our longest ones. Yes. Just because we had to get it all out of the way. We, we had to talk about <laughs> all the things that we are nerdy about. Yes. Uh, and gay about Kara <laughs> Dune's arms. Sad to see them go. Yeah, thank you for being with us. Um, if you want to reach us, you can email us at supergaynerdcast at gmail.com. If you have any comments or questions, you can find us on Twitter at supergaynerdcast. Liv will be handling that because I don't do Twitter. I haven't made it yet, but I will. <laughs> <laughs> and it will be there by the time that this is uploaded. So that you can find it when you hear this. Perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not really on anything else. I don't do Instagram, so don't look for us there because <laughs> we won't be there. We won't be there. Um, you can listen to us anywhere that you want to listen to a podcast. Maybe. I don't know. I <laughs> we'll don't see. have an we'll Apple let you account. Know. We'll let you know next time. But definitely at least Anchor us. and Spotify Yes, because I have those. I don't know if we'll, uh, Apple Podcasts are like the way to get podcasts, but I don't have any Apple devices. I mean, I do. Oh, okay. Well, then you'll do that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, happy Pride. Happy gonna, Pride. We're going to upload this for Pride Month, our very first podcast episode together. Do we want to explain why the title is what it is or just leave it to their um, imagination? No, let, <laughs> we'll <laughs> explain it. Um, I have, a, I have a, a wall of art from my children that I work with uh, because I am um, a preschool teacher. So I have a, a, an art wall from all of my children and I have a card from one of my kids a couple years ago that says, Dear Ms. Olivia, you are colorful, like a Rambo. <laughs> and it's my favorite thing ever. And actually, it can be opened. Oh, it's got a Rambo inside. It's got a Rambo inside. I wish that I could show. Put it, it on off. Twitter. Oh, yes. Okay, I'll post it on Twitter. Yes, with our first episode. Perfect. Perfect. We are colorful. Rambos. Like Rambos. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here on the Super Gay Nerdcast. We hope you feel well taken care of. And we'll see you next time. We will see you next time for episode two. To be determined. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening.